Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris Croy, digital content producer with the Fable Observer. And we're going to do water cooler a little differently this week because I have met someone who is just as excited, if not more, about the royal wedding. This is her Super Bowl, and her name is Jamie Brooks. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Um, Alan Wooten, uh, one of our editors here at the paper, who doesn't keep up with celebrity gossip or anything. He keeps up with sports. That That's his thing. He keeps up with sports. But I had him reading TMZ and BuzzFeed for all the stuff going on with his wedding. I had Drew actually invested in what kind of cake they were going to be eating. So, yes, Americans are excited. And I think that's the one thing that people, like, the one comment we've gotten on our Facebook page a lot, like if ever we post something to do with the royal wedding, is why should I care? Like, we're not British anymore. <laughs> and this is happening half a world away. Why are people so obsessed with this? Do you have a good answer, Jamie? Well, we're getting an American princess. Right, but she's not going to be a princess here. God, can you just imagine if this was an episode of The Bachelor? <laughs> I think people joked about that, about having, like, Harry as The Bachelor. He has been, like, the world's most eligible Bachelor for many years now. He's, like, the most favorite of the sons. Like, people liked William, but Harry was always the hot ginger. Well, he's also lo- losing his hair like William, too, though. Not like, have you noticed? <laughs> I think he's been doing something about it. Yeah, it's a little sparse in the back, but... I think Megan's got a stylist working on like a blowout scenario. <laughs> and she's put him on like the Hollywood diet. He's lost a lot of weight since she started dating him. Really? Oh yeah. See, I haven't kept up with him specifically as much as you have, so I've never really like noticed him. Like I said, I'm obsessed with the British. I've gone to London several times. I love watching the world, like following the royal family. So, yeah, you can tell, like, his style has improved. They are color-coordinating their outfits when they're going out on public engagements. Oh, speaking of engagements, their engagement photos are, like, a magazine shoot. Like, you look at William and Kate's, and theirs is just like, oh, this loving couple, kind of like what my engagement photos were, where we had no idea what we were doing or posing. But, like, Megan's on it. Like, she's like, this is for the magazines. She knows what she's doing. I, I think they would have done it. I think that, that might have been their goal. And she was wearing for her engagement photo a $50,000 dress. Oh, my God. Custom Ralph and Russo designer gown. Yes. 
So I think that brings in to question the other thing where it's just like, you know, with Will and Kate, yeah, they have very nice things and all that, but they, they very much downplay it. Like Kate doesn't wear like big elaborate things or anything like that. And the kids are dressed like they belong in the 1940s. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, I was reading about they have a, a dress code, basically. Yeah. They've modernized it a little bit, but whenever like George is out, he's always going to be seen in shorts and high socks. Until he like reaches a certain age and all of a sudden shorts are not like good enough. And then he'll have like long chinos. Oh my god. Yeah, so like but that brings the other thing is just like is Megan modernizing? the royals because i mean she's a divorcee who the last time a guy tried to marry a divorcee um he got kicked out of the royal family and abdicated (laughs) yeah (laughs) like edward had to abdicate the throne and like all this stuff um so that's what happened the last time and that's how elizabeth even became queen because he abdicated the throne for what was it willis simpson wallace simpson yeah and um but do you think like the queen gave her okay on this one just because she was just like oh you're never gonna see the throne anyway who cares if you married divorcee i do think it was probably she was a little bit more lenient because harry i don't even is he like six now yeah so it's like charles william the william's three kids and yeah he's six so if he and megan have a child the child will be seventh in line for the throne if will and kate don't have any more children Like, maybe she's just like, I'm just kind of realizing now that I can make this up as I go, and it doesn't really matter. (laughs) But also, like, Charles got to marry Camilla. Like, that was big. Also, like, because we were talking about it in the newsroom, we were just like, all right, so Will and Kate were the last big wedding. When was the last big wedding after that? And it's Charles and Camilla, but no one in Britain liked her, so, like, not a big deal was done about the wedding. They were, like, yeah. a blurb in history. Because Diana was so beloved. Yeah. And now the hype is, is Megan going to be the next Diana? Like, people are saying that. Okay, but, like, why did they just go over Kate? You know, because Kate, Kate's a good girl. And that, that's an interesting thing. Like, I, I'm wondering... Is it going to be Harry and Meghan? Are they going to be the most popular royal couple now? And will people be less excited when William and Kate show up to to events? But I mean, when Will and Kate came to the U.S., like, all of Hollywood, like, Hollywood royalty, whatever you want to call them, like, threw them this ginormous party. There was a red carpet event for them. Like, their first trip to the U.S. was, like, this blown out of proportion thing. Do you think Harry and Meghan, they're... Like, they're even so much more than that. They've already been through the whole Hollywood thing. They've gone beyond it. It doesn't matter to them. I don't know. So it was an interesting point you made earlier that Kate has made a point of trying to recycle clothes. Yeah. Not always have to wear the most expensive thing. They've, they've tried to, like, make the royal family a little less relaxed, a little less high-end. So, like, make mm-hmm. it more wearing you know custom gowns fifty thousand dollar dresses for her engagement photos she's used to hollywood and photo mm-hmm. shoots are they going to do the reverse or are oh. they going to be like everything has to be a custom couture outfit for oh. 
But also, like, how do the British people feel about paying for an American girl's, like, outfit? Like, her wardrobe? That's the thing that I don't understand a lot about, because I, th- I think Charles, personally, is paying for a lot of this wedding, and including her dress, because they're saying her dress is going to be, like, $100,000 or more. I believe it. Yeah. Um, but then I just don't, I don't understand enough about what of their money, what is actually their money, and what is kind of the public money. Mm, so, like, what is just inheritance, and what yeah. is... That's a really good question. I mean, I have a lot of questions about how the royals work in general in this day and age, yeah. because, I mean, they don't really need the queen to make any laws. She's just kind of there as the head yeah. of state type of thing. I don't get it. I don't understand how the people relate to her. I just do know that the one time England didn't have... A ruler, a royal ruler, they everything went to hell, so <laughs> they actually had to go out of their way to get a ruler. Yeah, it seems like the country just likes the, I, I don't know, having a royal family, they like the consistency of it. Yeah, I guess. Someone excited about. The other interesting thing I saw this morning um, was that France is excited about this royal wedding, and France, I mean... The last rule they had, they, you know, chopped their head off on the guillotine. But they're excited about a royal wedding. Like, is it just... I'm just wondering if it's, like, the whole, like, fairy tale of it all. That, like, this ideal, like, Disney fairy tale princess thing does actually exist in the real world. And it's not just a Disney movie. And we can all just vicariously live through this biracial girl for one day in our life. I mean, I definitely think that's it. I mean, yes, she was an actress. But it's not like she was Scarlett Johansson-level actress. She was an Oscar. She wasn't winning Oscars. She was on a good show, but it was still a basic cable show. Yeah. And it was a show that Harry admitted, like, he hadn't even watched. I don't even think he was aware of it when he met her. So she didn't have broad public fame. So in a lot of ways, it's like, yeah, any a regular girl from California who came from a middle-class family met this man and they fell in love and she's going to get this incredible fairy tale lifestyle from now on and i think that's the other thing that like is it a fairy tale lifestyle because there's so many rules you know uh yeah so a friend of mine was actually reading me their rules related to what they're allowed to eat yeah this shellfish thing yeah can't eat any more shellfish too poisonous Um, and even things like at these events, she's been wearing jeans, and that's not part of the royal family dress code. Oh, yeah, I can't out. can't even see Kate in jeans. So she, are the jeans out after tomorrow when Meghan makes these appearances? You know, the other thing I, I wonder about is, like, will they have children? Mostly just because Meghan is so much older like really and it's really just an age thing for me you know like it is harder to get pregnant when you're older I do know that there's med- medical advances and all that but it is harder yeah so I'm just wondering like what the what the kid situation is I, I wonder if that's one reason why they got married pretty fast after announcing their engagement it has only been seven months yeah. like I was thinking about that earlier today like it's only like they got engaged in November it's been no it's been like six months actually they, like, this was a really quick wedding. It was basically like, will you marry me? Let's set a date. 
mentioned in their after the engagement was announced, their first sit-down interview, that they wanted to get on kids fast. And I think that probably is because the biological clock is starting to tick. Yeah. And the other thing is, I didn't realize this, is that Megan is actually a lot, well, not a lot, but like she is older than Harry. It's about three years. Yeah, and she has been through a wedding before, and I don't really know what the situation was with the other dude. I have no idea who he even is. I didn't even bother to look. I was just kind of like, he just doesn't measure up. Ah. in Hollywood I don't know what he produced if he was like a famous producer they I don't know there was some rumors early on there have been a lot of rumors oh yes yes there Um, have been that she broke up with him or ended the marriage via like letter and just mailed the ring back (laughs) okay so I I guess it wasn't a good marriage yeah yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say not Okay, so just to like put this in perspective. So she has this dad that she was fairly close to who is supposed to walk her down the aisle. Like that was the whole setup. He's supposed to walk her down the aisle. Then out of nowhere, these paparazzi photos come out. Paparazzi photos turns out to be his paparazzi photos. And then there's this whole weird heart condition. And then he's all, I'm not going to the wedding because of this heart condition. And then he's like, well, she's married. She's getting married, so I'll go to the wedding. And then Kingston Palace, a.k.a. Meghan Merkel, released release a statement that basically like, mm, you've been disinvited. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I, I realize that he's going through a hard time with his health. I've always cared for him. Um, and that's what... Yeah, you pointed that out where you were just like, what does that even mean? I've always cared for him. It's such a weird way to put it. That was a weird way to put it. If she just said, like, my father's sick, I still love him, he won't be attending the wedding, please give him space while he heals, I would have been like, okay, but this, I have always cared for him. And some people were saying, like, was that referencing what her half-sister and half-brother have been saying? that she has abandoned him and not talked to him and not given him any resources with all this vast money that she's going to start coming into. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Vast resources. She she put in her own work. You know, like, she made her own money on her own accord. Like, she was, I mean, she was a, a starring, starring in a television show. Um, these vast resources that she's about to come into do not belong to her. Like, she's marrying into them, you know? Like, I just, it's it's not, it's not like she has a blank check. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the half-sister, who hasn't talked to her in at least 10 years, is saying that she should have provided money, or Kensington Palace should have sent people to Mexico to help the dad. I don't understand the whole story with the dad. Well, and, like, the interesting thing is, like all the gossip around it people are eating i mean here's me and you talking about the gossip we're eating it up and the thing is uh good morning britain which is like britain's version of good morning america they're going to have her half brother's ex-wife that she hasn't talked to in 20 years be their insider expert tomorrow for the wedding and that's so bizarre because it's like this woman clearly doesn't know who megan is like maybe they met once 
and maybe she knows like what other family members aka her brother or sister in law have said about her but like nothing like why like why bring these people into it you know like what is the point of any of this just let the just let the woman have her day Coming out of the woodwork to try and make a buck. Yeah, right. Off of talking negatively about her, saying the worst things about her that they could say, even though they haven't seen her in, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. So you're talking about someone, you're talking about something that someone has done when they were a teenager, when they were in their 20s. Yeah. When you're not at your best anyway. And they're doing all of this so they can, like, sell stories, they can make money off of her. And it's so sad. I mean,. But through it all, though, I think she's like, she's been coached very well on how to handle PR. And I think Kingston Palace provides like another wall for her. Kensington, Kensington, sorry. (laughs) Kensington, I'm very sorry, has provided another wall for her because like there has been like silence on all fronts except for the dad. And even the dad press release was like two lines long, like maybe less than a tweet. I think that was just they had to finally something because every day was a new is he coming is he not coming yeah what is the new reason why he's coming or not coming it is very peculiar that all of thomas markle's statements are coming from tmz yes why does he have a direct line to tmz <laughs> and why is he releasing all of his information through tmz and why has no one told him to stop talking <laughs> I think it might just be just because TMZ is one of those things where, like, they'll take anything. Like, if you actually talk to a reputable news source, like the AP or, I don't know, like, uh, BB- the BBC, if you actually reached out to them, they'd probably hang up the phone and just be like, some crazy dude just call me claiming to be Meghan Merkel's father or whatever. TMZ, like, doesn't even think about twice about it. They're just kind of like, oh, you're Meghan Merkel's father? Okay. What do you guys say? <laughs> Is he in the hospital? <laughs> that's the question. Yeah, that's the thing. Knows where he is now. He disappeared. Is he at a hospital in Mexico? Is he getting treatment in the U.S.? He's gone off the grid, except for the statements that he is releasing through TMZ. <laughs> the whole thing is like such a crazy freak show. But the thing is, like after the wedding, all this will disappear anyway. You know. And I think that sent a very good message of like, she is one of us. We love her. Like, we're going to we're going to make this day as, you know, stress free and special as we possibly can. You know, started to say, oh, look at this family that is marrying into the royal family, mostly because of the Markles and all of their drama. Like, what do what do the royals really think? about this? <laughs> And I think by having Charles be the one who's going to walk her down the aisle and give her away. Yeah. All of this drama. And she's actually going to walk in by herself and go half of the way by herself, and then he's going to meet her in huh. the company the rest of the way down, which is another way that they could be modernizing the monarchy. Well, so 
I think it just goes back to the whole like Harry will never see the throne. This isn't that big a deal. The only reason this is a big deal is because one, he's the crown prince's um, son. And two, he is Diana's son. And three, he is the better looking of the sons. <laughs> and the most eligible eligible bachelor, which is why they're kind of making a big deal about it. But also, as you pointed out before, like, you do not get royal weddings every day. They make the most of it. It's a good way for them to, like, be with the public and, like, all of that. Aside from some cousins, like you mentioned, <laughs> um, we're not going to get another one of these until George is ready to get married. And who knows? Maybe Charlotte will get married first. Or Louis. Louis. But okay, I do want to point out though that like we do care about this family more because there have been Swedish royal weddings, Denmark royal weddings, Greek royal weddings, and like there they have been blurbs in our in you know, in our entertainment section basically of every paper. Um but like this one's special mostly because like we can somewhat from afar claim them in a way. Well, I I mean I know we, we also cared about William and Kate. Like I remember yeah. that. Yes, they did. And people were getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to have viewing parties for this wedding. Like, my friends were doing that. I did not care enough at that moment to wake up then for that. But <laughs> I'm waking up for this one. Yeah, I remember Will and Kate's wedding mostly because I was in my French class, a senior in high school. Um, I was in my French class, and my French teacher decided that we were not going to have class that day. We were just going to watch the royal wedding, and that's what we did for the entire class and it was just in time for like when they go on the balcony and do the kiss thing you know and like she was like in tears over that she was really into it she loved it all all of it I mean she was a French teacher she like spent most of her time abroad so she was really into all this stu- type of stuff and yeah good times I wonder if they're going to do the balcony thing um, no I don't think they are going to do the balcony thing I don't think they're important enough Yeah. In the balcony thing, but I could be wrong. Well, they were practicing yesterday. Well, Calvary, I don't know. Something was happening. Anyway, by the time people listen to this podcast, the wedding will have already happened, and we'll know if they do the balcony thing or not. What will not change is that Harry and Meghan Markle will be together forever and ever and ever, unless there's a divorce. Okay. <laughs> And there will probably pop out a baby soon. And we'll finally know which designer she picked for her dress because no one knows that yet. But also, like, I'm also wondering, again, like, how risque her dress will be. Because, like, Hollywood wedding dresses tend to be pretty risque. And they do have to keep a certain yeah. amount covered. Yeah, so I think this will... I think, for the most part, it will be traditional. And then all the, like, weird little things. Like, if you're really aware of the wedding you'll be like, oh, that's not what they usually do. But if not, then you'll probably think it's, like, the most stiff thing you've ever seen. Yeah, like, they they went rogue and aren't doing a traditional fruit cake. They're doing a lemon and elderflower cake. So, like, that was one thing <laughs> that was, like, risque, daring, a new monarchy. But they're not a monarchy. Like, they're really just side yeah. people. <laughs> Again, sixth in line to the throne. <laughs> Like, unless, God forbid, William or Charles die really soon um, and the kids take over, maybe Harry will be, like, King Regent, but that's about it. Right now, I think he's the favorite. No real power. Yeah. I think he might be the favorite. And he does so much work with charity. He does. Especially veterans. Veterans, yeah. 
he's big he's big on the veterans mostly because he you know he served so much himself yeah all right well that is us on the royal wedding we will see y'all next week just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left listen to where secrets go to die the disappearance of Derek hennigan from the detroit free press a new podcast set in the woods of michigan's upper peninsula available on apple spotify freep.com or wherever you get your podcasts